Evolve 360, a holistic approach to life, is an exploration of learning through experience to transform individually and culturally as a whole by taking a 360 degree look at our quality of life, including the limiting beliefs, worn out paradigms, and destructive habits that have led us to where we are today. And instead, create or revolutionize a new life vision that brings greater peace, appreciation, fulfillment, clarity, happiness, and joy as we ultimately evolve. So in this episode, Shelly and I will take a deep dive into how to discern from the story that we tell ourselves by recognizing our own duality, that shadow and light side that is within us to get a clear vision of yourself. You do this by seeking the truth and lifting the veil of illusion to gain clarity and direction to navigate these uncertain times. Faith and trust are a must to move forward into the unseen future. So let's get started. Welcome to the Evolve 360 Shelly Shell Show with host Shelly Grace and Shelly Devine. Hey, soul sister. How are hey, you? Hey, soul sister. What a great day. <laughs> it's another day and we have so much to share with you guys today. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot going into <laughs> illusion. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, if, if you didn't if you didn't listen to our last episode, we spoke about life on pause and you know reality shattered. So, and creating a new normal. So today, how do you create a new normal? Well, I, before we even start, I want to share with you because the theme of the show today is create clear vision. And I remember, and this is something that I want everybody to think about because we're going through a time of transformation and change and chaos. So I was involved in something like that a while ago. Mm. And what happened to me, so I walk into my, my office one day and I sit at my computer and all of a sudden, it's like I was like in a smoky bar, you know, way back from the 80s when you'd go into like the smoky bars. And I said to my secretary, come here, like, look at this computer screen. Well, what I didn't realize is that it had nothing to do with the outside world. It was something that was happening inside of me because of the tremendous amount of stress I was under. And I decided to call the doctor that day and I went, I went to see my, um, my eye doctor. And when he checked me out, I had gotten crazy enough. I had cataracts. So, you know, we talk about what happens in our body and how that starts reflecting because of that stress that we're carrying, all this, this stuff. And, you know, I was going through my own transformation. This was over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And at that point, my doctor's like, because I, I, I was always like wearing glasses or, you know, to read. And, and he's like, hey, guess what? We can do something really cool now because you have cataracts and we can take them out and we can put in lenses. So I'm like, let's do it. So the reason why I'm sharing this story with everybody is sometimes during this this chaos time and things, you know, things happen, all of a sudden you realize there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And my light, like my girlfriend told me at the time, was you were gonna have clear vision, 2020 vision. 
because at that time I was seeing cloudy. It was hard for me. I couldn't drive at night because it was, it was just very, and I, I'm young, you know, I'm, I'm like, you think someone getting cataracts is like when they hit 80 or 90, yeah, right, but right. not really. And it was the stress that I was under mm. created that in my eyes because for some reason I had to have clear vision. And I wanted to mm. share that because I really went through a hard time. Mm. But after I got my eyes, you know, fixed and after I went through, you know, whatever the thing that I had to go through, mm. then it was like walking in a beautiful field and seeing clearly, you know, I think of when you go to a mountain and you see the whole valley below you mm. and that's how I felt. So, you know, it was a crazy time mm -hmm. and so many beautiful things came out of it, starting with my health. So. We need to think about that because what is your clear vision? Right, right. Oh, yeah, I could speak about vision. We'll probably get into it. I'll probably share a few things about mine and in the last, how mine has changed, but it was self-imposed and it was shutting down, Okay, you know, not allowing universal life force energy to come in. I said, the hell with you, God, I don't want you no more. And I mean, you know, you get to a point and, and it, it, it definitely has affected my vision on seeing things clearly. And I mean, I had my reasons and we all do, first, right? Yeah, we all do. And, and sometimes we don't want to see with the eyes that we have what's really in front of us. Yeah, exactly. Because of, you know, we have to go through that tran transfer transformation of change and deal with all those fears that. And it's hard and it, it's hurtful. Yeah, of, of loss and separation and, oh. and, and losing things. And, and actually, you know, we have, we have willpower to choose. Right. How we choose and who we choose with. And I, and I don't mean externally, like with people in your life. I mean with God and source. Right. Because we have to surrender to that. Like now with this COVID-19 thing. Surrendering is hard and, and surrendering is, yeah. is huge and it's surrendering your own will. And you know why it's hard? Because you have to release the control. Yeah. Because we're always trying to control everything. It's my yeah. way. This is the way it has to yeah. be. You know, and we talked yeah. about our beliefs and, and how those drive us in a certain way. But sometimes you've got to get, and we have a show coming up on that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So did you want to set um, an intention? I really Yes. For, for this show. That would be Let's, great. I, want I, I have, a, when you're done, I have a, like a little ah. quote to add, but like, oh, go. <laughs> okay. So Shelly and I have decided that we're going to set an intention for every show that we do because we want you to tune in and see how this sits with you and resonates with you. And it's important for us. So at this moment, I want everybody to just take a deep breath and we're going to set an intention for today on creating vision. And I want everybody to, to listen to the fact that you can change. Sometimes people say, oh, you can't, you're too old or you're too set in your ways. No, the only person that we can change is ourselves. So with that said, we always have to start with our vision. And vision doesn't mean doing, it means being. It means being and sitting with what you're gonna be doing. So see it. And if you see it, you can will it, and then you can be it. So at this time, I want you to be with it. 
knowing that you can change. If your life is at a point right now where you're going in all different directions, just sit and be still and let's create the vision. Create your vision. I know that we're all there. We're all creating visions. So today we're going to be the creators of our own vision. Well, that was beautiful. And I'd like to add to that a quote from Carl Jung. It's, your vision will become clear only when you look into your heart. I love Carl Jung. Who, yeah. Who looks outside dreams, who looks inside awakens. Isn't that a beautiful quote? I love that. Yeah. And That's it goes beautiful. right along with what we're, we're going to be talking about today and really getting into your internal guidance and, totally. and, and sifting through the mind muck and the illusion of, of what is being manifested in, re, say, reality mm -hmm. and how we contribute to that in our small little individual worlds, the micro, and yeah. how it expands out into the macro, into our governments. And, and we see that. And it trickles down to us. Journal. Yeah, it comes, it's, it's this yeah. nice little flow. I mean, it's like it's, you know, it, it's within us. But what is within us is, right. is also external because that's what we're manifesting out in the world. Totally. And, you know, I wanted to share something with everybody and with you because when I was a little girl, my favorite movie on whole time was mm. The Wizard of Oz. Mm. And I was so disappointed. And this, this is such a great analogy to what our theme is for today mm. because you see the wizard of oz and you see the you think the wizard is like greater than yourself mm. and it's the illusion that everybody created right they gave him all this power mm. and in this beautiful place thinking that you can go to the wizard and you would get your heart or get your courage mm -hmm. and what happened when we just totally went behind the curtain and saw it was just a little old man just yeah pulling, pulling strings <laughs> pulling the strings right. like a puppeteer yeah controlling everybody or a magician the sleight of hand you know like the magicians they tell right. you that they're going to they're going to do a trick and they they they're openly telling you but how we we actually kind of <laughs> love all that though too you know we love to be um, you know things that are trickery and 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 well, they're intriguing, right? Yeah, they're intriguing. It's like, how did he do that? And then there's some sort of explanation for it. We just don't know how it is, but they've studied and they've figured it out. Right. I don't know with, with physics and who knows, like science and. But it's intriguing because you want to know, like you're gonna yeah. go see the wizard and he's gonna yeah. be the Almighty and and yeah. you know you know solve your problem. Mm. But that's why we have to open up that veil of illusion because it's an illusion that create within ourselves. It's mm -hmm. that clear vision that we have to see and realize that that doesn't really exist. Hmm. Yeah. That doesn't really, the, the wizard. I mean, I was like so disappointed, but I still love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So watch <laughs> it. It's great with the munchkins and it's, yeah. just, it's just really good. It, it, but, yeah. It's very entertaining and it, it is, it, it, I mean, it speaks to so many things in society and how we relate as, as we are creators of, of say our reality, but how yes, do we, we go are. about it and, and um, how do we, yeah, do it clearly with, with all so many distractions, 
Yes. You know, like at the beginning you were, you were talking about like, you know, that scattered brain of like, okay, do I go in this direction? How do I know where to go? What do I invest my time and my effort? What is influencing me to go? Or in this, yeah. Or, your or you know, like your mind muck and, and dealing with, you know, yeah. clearing out the mind muck and the best way to do that. And I'll, you know, is, is through quieting the mind through meditation but sometimes people are like i don't like meditating i'm like well i know i have a hard time because i get i get yeah. this so hyper so just yeah. sitting still and being yes exactly. is the best way to tap into yourself yeah and just sitting with whatever and a lot of times when i go to sleep at night if i have something that i need to get an answer from i just set an intention yeah, and ask in the morning. Exactly. Yeah, ask a question like, you know, yeah. I need some help with this guy. I need right. guidance and, you know, just qualify it, you know, from source and pure light. And, you know, um, and if there's shadow involved, you know, let me see that clearly. You know, mm -hmm. let me see the, the falsehood in, in, you know, the shadow aspect of. Well, because with illusion. We yeah. could get tricked and that's where the the trickster yeah. comes in and we're going to start yeah. talking today about symbolic language because that's what joined shelly and i together with the courses that we took with carolyn over two years and and that was such a beautiful time i know it was for me and it was a beautiful time because i met you yeah and i learned so much and we were changing and it's you know i had said earlier in one of our shows it, it was a magical time for me yeah. And it was going to like a little place out, outside of, of this this world mm -hmm. and just being in seclusion and just being loved. Oh, and to be, and yeah, it felt like being, you know, when we went there, it was like being up on a bit on Mount Olympus. Mount Olympics. I know we used to talk about like, and, and a really funny, this is kind of like something that happened when we were, we were leaving, we were at the airport and we were coming down from Mount Olympus. Oh my gosh. And, and I was like, Whoa! And I mean, literally, <laughs> like I mean, I had to ground. It was so. It, I, we were in the cosmos with Carolyn, and and then we had to come down through through what was it, Kairos, and then and then uh, Chronos and Kairos. Well, think time, let's, let's, time yeah. and let's. Well, well, we were in a beautiful setting, and all of a sudden we go into the airport, and you know how airports, at least oh. how they used to be, they were crazy because yeah. this was almost 20 years ago and people were scattering and running and just you know it was right after 9-11 but still the airports were full of people we almost missed our flight remember we were like oh the yeah. world's great oh, yeah, yeah well i think i missed a flight like i probably had a transition <laughs> flight and i had a craving for ice cream or something and i sat there and watched everybody get on the plane i was still like, <laughs> and you're eating your ice cream and i'm eating my ice cream loving it and like and then i go to the dorm and they're like i never heard the call i'm like and they're like yeah it's already oh, been no. they're gone i'm like i watched them get on <laughs> ice cream but the funny thing about it is thank god you brought peanut butter sandwiches with bananas because i love peanut butter and banana. going by like it, it was like so surreal i was like what is happening here i'm like i'm feeling my head just come down to a another place in time and it, it was right. like that's being how it felt. In the, in the zone but not being in the yeah. zone it was completely different than like a sports related being in the zone and stuff this was completely different this was like being in a spa for like a year and getting nurtured and <laughs> pampered and just you know all the smells and it was like an energetic spa 
Yeah. And that's the best way I could describe it. You just yeah. didn't worry about anything. And, and when we start talking more about, you know, archetypes and, and, the t and time, mm -hmm. um, we were in, in, in a different time zone, at least. That's how it felt. It oh, was just totally delicious. And, felt like you know, that. you just, you yeah. know, and then what bills do I have to, to pay? And then <sighs> coming down to earth. And then right. coming down to earth. Because it was yeah. like, wow. Integrating. Yeah, integrating everything and then actually really grounding mm -hmm. it into, you know, kind of like into mud and and the messiness of life because, yeah, the you messiness know, like, of life. you know, the, the airport is just, you know, it's just like all oh, these people walking by and it's bustle and, and, oh and, and you're like, oh my gosh. But there was, there was this weird feeling about time that I had and mm -hmm. that's what was throwing me off. Right. It totally threw me off. And then you grounded me with the peanut butter and peanut butter. Mommy. I was like, oh, my God. You know? Peanut butter and banana. Oh, uh, man. I was like, whoa. I remember. Whoa, and then after the time that you missed the flight, we decided to, to get connecting flights together. Remember? So it's like yeah. we were together until we reached yeah. because we always had to fly in. I think it was through Dallas. Yeah. And then we would take off on our own routes, but at least yeah. for that first couple of hours and because it's, it's important. So it's the illusion of being up on Mount Olympus and then yes. coming back into the world that we live in, yeah. which is, it's chaotic. Yeah. It's always coming and going and, but we, you can be in the middle of, you know, I live in Miami, so it's mm -hmm. like being in the middle of the eye of the hurricane. Right. We have hurricanes wow. here and I, praying that we don't have one this year but yeah and when we've had it it's like it's funny one one day I was you know, hurricane was coming and you know you wait and you wait and you wait like as you know and you prepare so I had gone over to one of my girlfriend's houses and we're waiting and and so long story short she's like there's nothing gonna happen we were in the middle of the eye of the storm and all of a sudden we we look out the window and there goes flying by a washing machine and i'm like oh my gosh we've got to get in the closet that was getting really scary yeah it was like 75 mile an hour winds and i'm like oh my gosh it was like twirling and so that's how life is it, things could be twirling and flying all around you but you have to be grounded in the middle in the eye of the storm you just there's peace yeah so getting back to the illusion okay so maybe create? we should define illusion a little bit so people let's understand. do that what is an illusion we talked about the wizard yeah. pulling and you know so yeah. how can you lift your veil and, yeah. and so that you can see clearly and what yeah. do you see yeah. yeah. And it has to do illusion has to do with your perception and mm. and how you perceive um, or interpret say reality um, or or using your senses how you perceive things and and what is true or what is false and you know is it is it based on a false belief or an idea you know that could be universally false mm -hmm. and and when we're talking about illusion I think we want to go back to what is it universally true you know as we're in this global pandemic and we we want to move forward in 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 um creating a global community that is not struck by illusion anymore we're seeing things clearly from how we interact responsibly with people that are close to us in our homes as well as 
on the government level, you know, externally, country to country. And right now that isn't happening. Well, we're in chaos. Yeah. The whole world is in chaos. Yeah. And it's how we perceive yeah. things and, and then the actions and the steps that we take. And, and right now, I think that's why things, you know, partly have, have shut down because a lot of us in our homes, we're like, you know, something's got to give here. The government ain't doing it. You know, like something's well, wrong. You can only rely on yourself. And I yeah, think yeah. One of the reasons yeah. why we put this show together is because we want people to know that you have total control of your life. Yeah. Nobody else does. Yeah. And that's important to know. And how are you going to see the illusions that are in front of you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And best, yeah. And the, you know, the best way is, is to start becoming aware Mm. And becoming aware of the language that a lot of us use, which is symbolic language. Mm. You know, what's around you? What's coming into your life? Mm-hmm. You know, how can you lift that veil of illusion to see clearly, to see yeah. if that's really a truth of your own? Mm-hmm. Or is it a collective truth? And right now there's so much information about, yeah. you know, everything that's happening. Basically, mm. To me, there's so much information that there's no information. Yeah. So, so it's like basically what's literal fact-based and right. then what is symbolic, which is um, an interpretation of, right. uh, of images and, and um, you're sensing something else. You're using your intuition as to, po- to determine what reality could or should be. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the interesting thing about that is when we're talking symbolically, we're not talking literally. We're talking to take, to take a, a look at it and say, okay, what is the feel of this? Maybe what is the archetypal pattern that's happening here? What's the light and shadow of the archetype? And, you know, the positive or the negative part of it, because it's all combined. And, mm-hmm. and discerning between what are the motivations or the influences that are are you know causing say a situation some examples that are out in the public now like to give you a a good idea how to go about and you could try this with yourself is is um you know right now we have a president that says fake news all the time what does that mean fake news is our media giving us false information and then how are we discerning that is it illusionary is it really happening and how do we how do we navigate through that because it gets really confusing and then we're taking all that information in, into our brains and we're like getting mental over, overload right. and and it's like how do we discern what is illusion on that macro that huge level and then bring it down to us and live it in our lives and right now, we're not doing maybe that great, of, or maybe our news media isn't doing a great job of it because we don't, we can't discern what's true or not. Well, it's the meaning also that we give this symbolic yeah. language based on our experiences, our projections, and that's part of this whole illusion. And it's important for us to to realize that because a lot of times, and we had talked about beliefs and truths because of our culture or our society in the past that we just have, you know, we, we hang ourselves to them and it no longer serves us. It's part of an illusion. 
it's something that we keep hanging on, oh, because it's always been this way or because yeah. my parents did it this way or my, my whole culture is this way. Yeah. And I talk to you about my culture. I'm Cuban. So you can imagine we have all these different things that don't serve yeah. me because I was basically raised in the United States and mm. I wasn't raised in Cuba. So it's, it's a different culture. We still embrace our culture. I love my mm -hmm. culture. I love my heritage. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of stuff that to me is an illusion that's, that's culturally biased by, by what's happening. Right. And it's the projection and, and, and the meaning that we give the, this, this symbol yeah. of how it, how it relates to us. <clears throat> and the best thing that we could do is, again, just be with it and see if it serves you today or not. Mm. And talking about you know, what's happening today, mm. it's, it's important to understand that there's so much information yeah. that to me... I just, and I hate to say this, but I just don't believe anything anymore because yeah, it's yeah. like you're getting it from all angles and it's like, who's speaking the truth? Yeah, well, that, that is actually mm -hmm. harmful to our systems because it desensitizes us right. to things that, you know, to, to values that are high integrity values. Right. We, we start to lose where, we, we start to negotiate where we have integrity. Because it not it doesn't become black and white. It becomes there's a lot of gray area in here. A lot of gray. Which way do I? Which a way do gray. I go? Mm -hmm. And and that can be with you know <clears throat> high values. You know, right. and and you're negotiating high values, your own integrity, which mm -hmm. this gets down to the micro. Is like where are you going to negotiate? You know, um, oh well, I'm going to take this job here. And I'm not going to feel good in it, but I'm going right. to do it because, you know, the government is. Or it's attached to a big paycheck because we get seduced by, by things that, you know, but then you have to, it's, it's a balance of your power. Yeah. So you have this, this big paycheck coming in, but then what are you giving up? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, the vision that you have to have, you have to have clear vision. Because a lot of times we don't have clear vision and we get sucked in, but then the reality of it is you pay. Yeah, you, you pay. pay you pay with your biology. Yes, you, you do. With your biology. You pay. You now said that at the very beginning yeah. with the 2020 vision. I know for myself, I've I've negotiated stuff because I had beliefs about a relationship that I was in, and and it it, it really hurt, and I shut down. Like I shut yeah. down my intuition um because i didn't want to see things clearly or i could only see things at the level i could see them at the time because i was fearful of loss or i didn't like what the information i was getting from the universe you know from god or whatever and and i it took time to get through that but it definitely affected and, me and you bring it, right you bring up a, a good point and that's seeing clearly and a lot of times it's the illusion that we create. And that's a perfect example because you didn't want to see clearly what was right in front of you and what, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you knew intuitively because we all know intuitively. Yeah. We all have that sixth sense, which is intuition, but we don't use it enough. Yeah. And we know, boy, do we know, but because we want to attach ourselves, it's like you, you just, you're clinging for dear life to yeah. something that is Believe. energetically telling you this doesn't yeah. serve you anymore. Yeah. You need to let it go, but you're there going, but wait a second, maybe if I could just have one more chance. Yeah. And we've all been there. Yeah. We've yeah. all been there, especially with relationships, you know, yeah. 
coulda, woulda, shoulda. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. But no, maybe maybe that person came into your life because you had to learn a life lesson. Yeah. And, and, and seeing, rehashing it yes. over and over in your head and not letting go of the past. And, and, and that's, that's part of the illusion. illusion. That is an illusion. And totally an illusion. You're supposed to be in the present moment and, and, uh, and, then, yeah. and then worrying and fearing about the future. And it's like, what are the, what are the trigger points for that? And, and it was based in my own illusions about, right. about how I felt about myself and mm -hmm. doing it individually on my own, say, as right. opposed to, you know, grasping onto something that I was familiar with. And, and there was nothing tangible about it, which is really kind of an interesting thing about illusion and reality. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of like a, a paradox between the two is sometimes you have to have the faith to trust what is unseen, even though oh physically the reality is what it is, you know, like right. a situation and it looks, you know, it looks like this, smells like this, tastes like this, but that doesn't mean that that's really what's real. Because and, we don't want it to be real, but because, it's right in front of us. Well, well no, that, that's part of the illusion, but yeah. it's also having faith to trust in to what you're trying to create. In, that you, don't, you can't see. That you, you know? can't see yet. Right. You, have right. to, you have to kind of focus in on the destination. This is about creating you know, what you want in the future, but you can't see what you, because what you have right in front of you is what you created in the past. And it's maybe in this moment, but it doesn't mean it's going to stay there. Change is always happening. Totally. So, I mean, I, I, it's always in momentum. It's always moving. And, but and, you, and you yourself are always growing and evolving. Yes. And what your expect, not expectations, but what your desires are for mm. your growth and to manifest them. They're a little bit out ahead and you got to have that hang time and you have to have the right. faith to trust that, okay, I'm going to get through this, like, especially during these times now, because yeah. that is really what's happening. We're all you know, oh my God, we're, we're here, we're isolated, but this is like a golden opportunity to sit and start to really create what's going to come next for you. And it has the potential to be fantastic and really shift and change what is happening in our government. Because if you get rid of the fears that you have right. and you really go inside, deep inside, and you acknowledge them and you say, okay, I'm doing this for this reason. I'm doing that for that reason. Let's clear that up. Let's face that fear head on. Let's do it. And, and then say, okay, what's the light side of this shadow aspect in me? Let's go in towards the light. And, and then create something that is not full of the current illusion that we're living in now and what we manifested. Right. But here's, here's what I want everybody to know, though. Mm -hmm. Because as you're in the present time, which is the best place to be, mm -hmm. you can't go back and use the past experiences or things to, to, to latch on to that. you got to take a machete and just cut that, cut that, cut that. It doesn't exist. You have to be in the present moment. And then with that jumping ahead, because we're all wondering, oh my gosh, like, I wish I had a crystal ball. What, what if I take, you know, and it's the perfect example is the movie with um, Tom Hanks when he did Castaways at the oh, yeah. end, where there's like three different rows. Like he's in the fork in the road. Well, where do I go? Do I go left, right, or straight? Which, which direction do I go? And this is where a lot of us are at. 
What he had that? a sign. He had a sign. Didn't he have a sign? And he went back to the woman. Like he had that little, I don't know. So <laughs> yeah. the universe was speaking to him. It was a symbolic sign. It was like, oh, that's the direction I'm going to go. So we and always have signs. That happens. That's it, how the and it happens to us all the time. And that's what symbolic language is all about. But you have to have clear vision to see it. Yeah. You have to get that illusion out to yeah. see it. And you have to climb up on that high diving board because a lot of us have that fear. High yeah. diving board and just jump off yeah. and have trust and faith that yeah. you're going to land on your feet because you are. Yeah. But do you see you're right. It's, it's the symbols and that, that's the symbology. Symbols are all around us. But I, I love that. I love that he just stands there and he's like. Well, it, it gives the audience, which, which is great about the movies and how movies bring in archetypal forces. Uh, I mean, you can find them in all, in all movies. But what's great about it, it lets the audience decide if they saw it clearly because you don't know which direction <laughs> he goes in. Even though it's obvious, exactly. it's like, go that way. <laughs> we, we know it intuitively. In the audience, we know that intuitively. We are built yes. for this. It is God-given. It is in us from the yes. moment we're born, yet somehow we get it beaten and stomped out of us because we're trusting what's externally out and what we right. see out in front of us. But we gotta, we got to trust our gut and our instincts. And, and you gotta, you got to totally go behind that curtain. Just lift that veil of illusion and look. Yeah. It's like when you're peeping out of your house, you know, like you hear noise outside in the neighbors or they're having a party and you weren't invited, right? And you're yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. I wonder who's there. So, know. you know, yeah, I, you, you look and you peep, you're, you're peeping through the curtain, but you don't want anybody to see you. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's kind of like where we're at right now. So lift that veil and peep because what yeah. you might see in front of you is really a cool place to be in. Mm -hmm. But you got to just jump into it in, the, in that high diving board in the middle of the night and you don't know what's underneath you because that's, that's how it is. You have oh, to have yeah. faith. Yeah. You have to have a lot of faith. Yeah. Definitely. And, and with faith, you know, when we're talking about clear vision, let's talk about discernment because I love that word. Oh, yes. Well, Dis I think yeah. one of the things, you know, like you can ask questions about discerning. Like if you're confused about something, you mm -hmm. can ask, it's like, okay, what is, you know, what is the source of information for one and then to discern things? And then you can ask, is it contaminated by wherever that information is coming from, say it's a person, are they contaminating that information that they're giving you by their own life experience? Yes. Oh my gosh. And, and you know, Carolyn talked a lot about, is it contaminated? Like is, it, you know, is the information that's coming in contaminated or the perception, your own perception, are you right. contaminating it with your own life history? And, and that's a huge one. Cause I, 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 I can say that there were probably times that I contaminated stuff. And, you know, if you're giving advice to somebody and, and you haven't know, got your whatever together and you're contaminating because you were, you know, abused in a certain way. And then you just perceive the whole other, the whole world that way, you know, from a victim mentality or a victim, you know, then, then your, your expertise and your, um, information that you put out is contaminated if you're coming from that place. Well, you, you put in a little bit of, of your experiences. And a lot of times we talk, especially if they have been painful experiences, mm. we talk with conviction 
towards them. Yeah. But what we have to have is discernment. And discernment is sifting through all the information and finding facts, the, the truth, truth, because we're here, we are seekers of truth. Yeah. And how are you going to find the truth if you don't seek it, if you don't, you know, do discernment? Because to me, discernment is what, you know, is it a truth or a lie? Mm. You know, how to tell, how to tell the difference between that. Mm. You have to, you have to just shift. You have to seek to find, and you have to go through it like a detective. Yes. And that takes it in internal inventory to make sure you're not contaminating, say the, the truth for one. And then, you know, to make sure wherever you're getting that information from is not contaminated. And an, an example that is out in our culture now is, is all these consi- conspiracy theories. Oh now, I mean, like, who doesn't love, like, those shows, like, true crimes or, or <laughs> even, like, conspiracy, you know, like, I don't know, what, you know, like, these, these shows, like, you know, the aliens came down and <laughs> populated whatever from, you know area whatever it is back in you know turn of the century or something but i mean like who who doesn't love that and even some of the conspiracy theories that are going on now with covid-19 now some of the stuff i mean i went because i was like i was seeing these videos what would you do <laughs> oh oh i spent one saturday night i'm like i am going to investigate this like a detective and i'm going to find out what oh my gosh and and i'm going to debunk like, you know, who, what, what she right. said. And even though like, the, I can't, I can't recall the woman's name, but she came out, it was like two, two weeks ago. There was like, everybody was posting stuff on Facebook about right. how, how, you know, it's not necessary to wear a mask. And it's from this woman who actually, this is how, you know, you discern, like I'm watching the whole video she's talking about, and she's very knowledgeable for one. Mm-hmm. Um, she worked on creating, helping to create a cure for AIDS. So she was with that group. She worked with like our high officials like Anthony Fauci. And she worked with these people back in say the eighties. Wow. And so she's highly regarded scientist, but she got booted out from that crowd for whatever okay. reason. I don't know what, but they kind of she didn't wear like, a mask. Well, whatever. Back then, she didn't wear a mask, but but she did, and her career was basically ruined. So she's coming back into the limelight, where right. these videographers posted videos, and we see this all the time. People a lot of information movies. out there. Yeah, and there's a lot of information, and and it's confusing. Not- I mean, I'm I'm confused by it. Yeah, me too. And so she basically was, you know, talking about how, you know, a lot of this is a bit of a scam and not to be, you know, ended how it might've started. She just, you know, has all this stuff, but the trigger is she's coming out with a book. All right. Which is okay. But she's naming names of, you know, government stuff, which some of the stuff is actually accurately factual and you can look it up what she's saying, but some of it is a little twisted. So I think from her background, she, you know, from her experience of being, you know, fired and, 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 you know, and, and like, you know, kind of like, you know, put off to pasture and stuff. Nobody wants to listen to you. Shut up, quieted down. Because projecting some of those feelings into maybe it's possible. So that's what I was looking at to discern what she was saying. But then I went back because, Earlier this year, there was another gentleman who um, 
oh God, what's his name? Francis, um, Professor Francis Boyle. And he's a Harvard, or not Harvard, but he's a, he's a lawyer. And he actually wrote yeah. the U.S. bio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, I don't think he was from Harvard, but um, but there's some Harvard-related professors that were arrested this past year. I didn't and, know that. And so this stuff is all fact-based, and the media doesn't cover a lot of this. He was right. basically um, poo-pooed before even COVID-19 came. He was warning the country. He was out in videos that were made by like these conspiracy ther theorists. And he's basically saying, listen, we got to wake up over here. This is happening. And if you don't believe it, you don't have to. And he had no motivation other than tell like the truth. And so right. to me, I was like, well, this is a guy. He's, he's actually speaking from a, a firsthand knowledge of biowarfare, you know, biowarfare, mm -hmm. because he wrote right. the act back in 1989. Wow. And, and, um, and he was just, you know, sounding an alarm for this country, but nobody was listening. Our government officials weren't listening and they poo-pooed him. And, and he cited different um, um, articles and the people, even our country was involved. And this is on, this is about where, you know, I'm going to get into the sabotage and how we're sabotaging ourselves, but these storylines on the macro and going back to that macro, that high level, big global level of what our contribution, and we don't want to see this. We don't, we do, but we don't, we don't mm -hmm. want, because we can't discern what is really facts and we don't want to take the time to look and say, well, oh, it takes time. Being a detective isn't easy, but we've got to do that. And we do. And, and these, these factual things, there were, there was a professor in Harvard who was arrested earlier this year. It's in Massachusetts. It's like, it's on their like uh, law enforcement, whatever was right. arrested with two other people during the same time that were involved with China and yeah. swapping information. This was all paid for. It was funded by um, the that. world, the world organization health system, all of this. And I mean, I'm not, I, I like conspiracies because it's fun to like, you know, right. listen and figure out, but I also want to discern what is actual fact here and how does this affect us on an economic level with what's going on with this COVID-19 thing and how are we going to move forward and, and, and vote in the right public officials as right. we move on this coming election because this is coming into play on that huge macro level. Now bring it down to the micro level. It's like we have to take responsibility for this because we elected these officials it's repeating. We talked earlier about this pattern. History repeats itself. Right? History repeats itself. Yeah. And I'm going to go right to Einstein on this one now. Okay. Right? okay is, you do. Is, I know. Is, is you know, insanity <laughs> is repeating the same things over and over again. You know? Remember, remember what he said. You can change something, but you have to look at it from a different level. Yes. Things that were created on what on this level, you can't you can't fix you have to go to another level. And that's what we're telling everybody. You need to go to a, a level, you need to see clearly, you need to be a detective and discern. Because yes. I for one Yes, I watch the news and I watch all channels. I am not about politics. I am about what's, what's good for everybody in the world. And I am so confused. The more that I watch the news, everybody has an opinion. Everybody is an expert. 
Mm. And you're like, you know, people come in from all over the place and it's like you're in a whirlwind. You're actually in a whirlwind. I feel sometimes like I'm in the, I'm in, I'm in the hurricane. But you have to go into the eye of that storm and sit with your everything that you know yeah. and discern and, and just do research and see what, what's going to work for you. Yeah, you know, and it's educating our, our yourself. Safety, our, our well-being. And yes, I wear a mask when I leave my house. Even oh, yeah. if they say you don't have to, I'm still going to for a while because yeah. I'm concerned about my health. Well, and, and, and I'm, I'm concerned, but I'm also concerned if, if I could be a potential carrier and give that to somebody, you know, right. that, uh, an elderly person that stood next to me in the grocery store, you know, or the, the cashier or, or the medical professional. So there's a lot. Exactly, or anybody. Exactly. So, so yeah. what's going to be your vision? Oh, I lost you. Hang and, on. And you have to think contaminated. Can, can you repeat that? Because I lost you on there. Oh, and and not get contaminated mm. by everything that's happening. Yeah. And, and, you know, think about it. We're contaminating our thoughts with things mm. that might not serve us, which mm. create an illusion for the yeah. world that we are living in. Mm. So if you discern, if you, you, you go through and try and find the truth, that's your truth, mm. and look at it with those new eyes, and this is the year of 2020, <laughs> Isn't that funny? And I know it's crazy, right? That was a, that was a good, that was a good analogy, you know, putting that one together, lady. <laughs> hey, sometimes it comes, you know. So yeah. discern it's 2020, and you have to have clear vision. And it starts with you in your home. Oh, absolutely. It starts with you in your home. And yeah. You know, yeah, I maybe I mean maybe it's time to shut off the news media and, and listen instead. I mean, it's important to know what's going on on the right. global level, for sure. Um, and that's the reason why I looked at this, because economically, um, there's going to be shifts and changes. People are out of jobs right now. It's like, what jobs are going to be available? So these are, you know, for some people, you're, you're in it's very trying times. And I have a lot of friends that and own small businesses locally, and I'm trying to support them yeah. because I don't want them to shut their doors forever. Right. So I'm always listening to see, I know that we're opening up Monday and mm. I'm excited about that. And I'm going to support my friends as much as possible. Mm. You know? and, and, and that's important to do on, yeah. you know, so many levels, Absolutely. but, um, but too, for those people that are in those positions of, you know, they're, they're, if they're, you know, entrepreneurs, small business owners and their businesses are closing, or they can't, you know, they can't keep it going, right. um, <clears throat> you know, for them to, to actually deal with this is, is to really be silent. Like we've been saying, this is, right. this is, and, and I know we're, we're saying this over and over again, but it's so important to do that because you have to confront the fears and you have, and you have to, to detach. You have to de. You have to debunk them. Yeah. You know, and, and just on like even like that, that's happening out there. But you have to bring it down inside yourself and debunk them too, and really face them. And detach yourself from what's going on. Yeah. Because you 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 get contaminated by everything, mm -hmm. and then you your mind can't think clearly. Yeah. It's and and if you are having a challenge with that too, one of the things that you can do is is ask the universe to come in 
and take it, like to surrender give it. it to and, God. And, I always and give let it go. To God. When, when I'm do totally what? I give it to God. Yeah, exactly. When I'm totally overwhelmed. Yeah. A lot of times I have been in my past and even, you know, sometimes I just say, God help me with this and I give it to them. That's, yeah. that's what I do. But everybody does things their own way and differently and it's yeah. not good or bad. Yeah. But it's just, you need to just take a step back and just be still and, and just be, just yeah. be. Because to deal with this and to see the illusion and to have clear vision you have to detach and you have to see where you are and where you're feeling it. You know, use your intuition. It's so important, especially in today's world that we're living in, is your intuition. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things, too, is, is you have a choice in the matter. Totally. And, you know, like to choose... These, these are where our choices come into play and, you know, surrendering here. I'm going to talk about your physical body. This is about like, I spoke about the macro. Now I'm going to talk about the micro, which is within you or, and it's this area here is a chakra area and it's our throat chakra. It's the fifth chakra and it's a high energy zone of, mm. of, um, surrendering your will to say divine will and that's a difficult thing to do and it, it it comes in in play where you can either empower yourself by allowing source to take that over and right now a lot of this this pandemic and the covid virus and being isolated in our homes not having uh, physical contact with other people that we miss wow. is against our will. Right. And how do we deal with that? And what we have to do is surrender this circumstance mm -hmm. that we're in right now and then start to begin the courageous journey of taking responsibility within ourselves just ourselves of where we're at today and find where am I, you know, I'm going to use the government as an example because they're doing things on an economic, like, okay, say China is, you know, afraid that the U S is going to have more power bio genetically than we are. So they did research we were doing research mm -hmm. and it's all out of fear to have control and power That's over power. one country and over another. Right. So how do we contribute to that on our little scale, you know, ourselves. And so when we're economically in business with, um, we have our own, say we have a restaurant or something and then we're competing against so-and-so down the street. There's, right. you know, there's a funny little example of this. There's um, a breakfast place in Somerville called, oh God, it's great too. There's two of them. I, I'm not going to name names, but they, it's on Broad, Broad Street if anybody's listening, Broadway or whatever. And they'll know. They'll know exactly. We can go and we can go have breakfast. But there's, there's this story. There's this story right. behind it. And I didn't, I mean, I didn't grow up in Somerville, but the two owners, they're side by side and they both have breakfast 
but they used to be, I think, co-owners and okay. they had a disagreement and they split. Okay. And so they, they, they're like kind of at war with one another or something. Oh, that's they're right next door. But, okay. but it's, it's, it's a little funny. It's human nature. Like, you know, we might have some silly oh. argument and then we're like, huh. our ego, you know, ego our ego, but right. economically it's how do we compete with one another for, and, and they both do really well. That's the funny thing about it. That was my point. They both do really well. They shouldn't have to compete with one another. Do you know what it's I mean? About like cooperation and yeah, collaboration. exactly. They don't. They, they don't. I mean, maybe things have changed. Maybe they've made up. I don't. I, I don't know. But that was like right. a little, you know, story about it. And and it's like how how do we uh, or in the workforce you have you know your boss and maybe you're below them, but you're competing for that position or job. But maybe that's not really the right thing to be doing. You want it for whatever you know reasons because again it's the illusion right? the illusion that you're yeah. doing and and this this little the, these things that we do and interact with our neighbors or our teachers or our our colleagues it's the same thing as what our government is doing when it's interacting globally and that's the macro picture down to the micro it's a huge right. hologram it's power we're creating. Exactly. And so you have to, you know, getting back to discerning and seeing that illusion. If you can see that, okay, well, this is happening out here. We have a, we have a, a, a pres, a current president. That's kind of like, you know, he's got the red hair and the, the, the fake tan and he's calling on fake news. It's like, is he kind of a clown? And, and what's this hysteria about like, you know, is, how are we sabotage? This is the sabotage. We are involved with the sabotage. And, and the competitive athlete are like looming around us. Who's going to win this war? Is it a win-win situation? Or, you know, are we going to win at any cost, including bioengineering some sort of virus that could kill everybody? Well, it blew up in China's face and probably, you know, mm -hmm. our, this country's face. And, and how do we create that? I mean, well, I mean, it, it, everything's connected. Everything is. Connected. So you have to be a detective. And you have and to you be have a to detective to discern this. And you then distill to. it down into yourself and say, how did I play a role in, the, in creating this? Bottom line. Well, and you have to, you have to know mm -hmm. that we are all co-creating our worlds yes. every day. Every so it's important moment. to know what your truths are, mm -hmm. to see clearly, to have clear vision mm -hmm. in, in with, with what is all around you and what you can touch yeah. Yeah. and lift the veil of illusion. And, and there's a lot of illusion out there today with social media. Yeah. Social media has totally created a world of illusion. Yeah. And, and, oh, yeah. and we have to discern what is truth and what is not a truth. Mm -hmm. And how does that truth fit within our lives to serve me and move forward and, and become better and just yeah. learn? Yeah. So these are things that, that we're, we want to share with you so you think. Yeah. So there's <clears throat> beliefs. What do we, what do we, we have to kind of look and reevaluate your belief systems, mm -hmm. what you, because we create that within ourselves, our beliefs and are they illusionary? Do they no longer serve us? Is it time to, you know, this time is a great time to start going in and say, okay, I keep having this habit that keep, you know, I don't know why I do this. 
Well, now it's a time to ask, why am I doing this? And is it based on some belief that we've created that is illusionary? And it doesn't, it doesn't um, you know, go along with, <clears throat> say, our life path vision of where we would prefer to be mm-hmm. and what we want to create as we move forward, say, into you know, the life vision that's set out ahead of us. We are all right now co-creators manifesting something together, but do you want to do it the way we did it through an egotistical way of doing things? Selfless, selfish, selfish way of what has been taught in our culture? Or do we want to do it with source by surrendering, coming into alignment through our bodies, through the chakra system and, and, and see things Clearly, this is seek only the truth. This is a universal truth that is can be found across all all cultures in every religion. Here is surrendering to divine will. When you get, you know, when you awaken, you start to realize that these things, okay, I have no control here. In some some instances, right now, I don't have control on how things can can move forward or how I can be currently right at this time, like. There's other things that are limiting us. There are things that are limiting us. And to be able to move beyond that, we have to go into those fears and say, or the beliefs that are causing an emotional fear, an emotional response that causes something that feels maybe on the negative side of the emotional scale. And and we have to say, okay, wait a minute. This is causing me to feel a certain way. That's intuition. I'm going to follow that emotion and say, okay, why am I feeling this way? Why am I behaving this way when this, I get triggered this way? And we're going to talk about triggers in a show. Yeah. Good. Good. And power plays are huge. Yes. And who triggers you? And it could be people that we love in our, in our lives. Oh, most typically is because they're usually something. Yeah. And usually the people that trigger you the most are those that we learn the most from because there are lessons that we have to learn because they have to do with ourselves. And I can't wait to do that show because that's going to be a really good one. And it's about- Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. and power plays. But if we we go back to the whole theme of this show is just think clearly, have clear vision. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have to be in ego land and we don't have to be in competitive land. We can- we can, you know, collaborate like those two guys that you were talking about. It's, you know, it's a shame and things happen like that. Yeah. Yeah. Friends that have had arguments with people and. Well, I saw a movie about it. I can't remember what the name of it. It was such a cute movie. It was about two pizza owner, like a pizza store owner. And they had like the Uh perfect pie, like the perfect crust. I can't remember what the name of the movie was, but I just watched it the other night and one, one family made the crust. Like they had this, great crust. And then the other family made the sauce. And when they worked together and they combined it, it was like this amazing pizza. Well, they won some sort of award. And then the two households, the heads of the households, the two men got in an argument on who they should honor first. Oh no. Their grandfather or their grandmother on the opposite sides. And they got in an Mm -hmm. argument, which nobody knew. The other family's members didn't know what started the war. And so they just went off like on a tangent, blah, blah, blah. So for years they opened separate stores and it was, it was such a cute done movie. But meanwhile, the, um, the grandfather 
and the grandmother of the separate households, the grandmother who made the sauce and the grandfather who made the, the, the pie crust, right. they were, they wanted to like, they, they loved each other and, and they wanted to get, you know, married. And, oh, wow. but then there's two children. It was like, you know, kind of Romeo and Juliet, the, you know, the Capulets against the whatever. And, 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 and so the girl loved the boy and the boy loved the girl growing up. But then the fathers were like, hell no, you guys can't be together. And hell no, you can't be with them all. <laughs> you know, she's just, you know, throwing darts and darts around. Right. Finally, the elders came together. They got married and sat everybody down and then said, this is how it's going to be. But it took years. And it's just so funny how these dynamics can happen in our household. Oh my gosh. You know, silly misunderstandings. And there's so much energy that you're just pouring out in negativity. And it's, yeah. it's not conducive to the world that we are in right now. Yeah. It's, you got to just be in peace and flow and joy. And that's what this whole yeah. show is about. To get you to think well, about where you are yeah. and how you can just, you know, co-create. Yeah. to be better and to have a better, better world and a better life. Yeah. Because well, it is the human, it is the human experience. It We're is. Experience all sides of, of life. And we want naturally, all of us want to have the best possible, you know, right. life experience, but part of it is pain and, and suffering as well as joy and happiness and, and feeling really good and, and, but you know, it's like, can we create something with clear sight? Yes. That is going to be better for not just ourselves, but for all. And we can live in, you know, some form of harmony together, you know, on that global huge level where we're actually connected with the earth and the earth is feeling healthy and we're not depleting it. And, and animals are, you know, like, huh? We're honoring each other. Yes. Honoring each other, which is another it's a second chakra truth. Right. It's a second chakra truth. If you're not honoring one another, you're going to feel things in your body. Illusion. I mean, I know, and Shelly was saying, you know, to develop her 2020 vision. I had illusion here. I've had, you know, like some, some chronic like stuff here. Right. Right. And I, I have improved, but my, my sight and seeing things in, in my relationship Right. have gotten clearer and I'm not beating myself up with the past, which you can't. Yeah. And, you and can't. I mean, it, it actually, it, it affected my whole chakra system and that's how you can tell when you're off course, your health is going to go boom okay. down when you're not okay. in line with universal truths. And right. we can go through those, it's, you know, in this, this oh, we, are. we touched on two of them. One is surrender thy will to divine will and right. seek only the truth. That is the fifth chakra and the sixth chakra. And those are huge, huge, you know. Um, and, and, and to think clearly, I want to throw in a third there, which is yeah. honor yourself. Yes. And that's, that's your second chakra. That's your oh, actually third chakra. It's self-esteem. Right. And we're going to do a show on that too. Cause I, yeah. I know that I've, I've gone through a lot of that and, uh, yeah. you know, but to think clearly and to have 2020 vision, you have to mm. lift the veil of illusion. Yes. Cannot live in the past, have regrets, things happen and they happen and you have to just know that sometimes we don't know why things happen, but it, in the end, if we if we walk through that and 
leave behind what no longer serves us. We tend to shed hundreds of pounds of worry and, you know, sickness a lot of times too. And then you just, it's like you're free. And there's no better feeling than being free and being at peace. That to me is like, I love living there, being free and being at peace. Yeah, absolutely. So um, do you have anything else you want to add or should we? No, I'm ready close? to do a little, a little breathing here. A little breathing? Okay, yeah. so I'm going to have you guys place your hand on your high heart and one on your belly to go back to that breathing exercise and close your eyes and just notice as you inhale through the nose. Make sure you're not driving, by the way. No, <laughs> just settle oh. in, settle in, get comfortable. Uh, one hand on your heart, one hand on the belly. And, and um, if you want, you can close your eyes as long as you're not driving. And begin to come through into your breath by inhaling through the nose and exhaling through slightly parted lips. And just take that inventory of noticing how the breath enters the body as it rises the upper part of the chest. Maybe you feel as you fill up your rib cage, the rib cage expands out and away. And then you want to pull the breath all the way down into the navel and blow your belly up like a balloon. And then as you exhale, the navel comes closer to the spine. The rib cage contracts down closer to the spine and your chest falls. And just follow your breath. And then I'm gonna take you down deep, deep, deep down into your root chakra, it's your first chakra. And just imagine this is down at the perineum between the legs. And just imagine the color red. Maybe it's a big bright red, brilliant red. And just hold the energy there. And that's your tribal, your connection to the earth to the global community. And the truth here, all is one. And then move your awareness up to your navel where your hand is and imagine the color red. Actually orange, sorry. <laughs> I'm a goob. So just like a bright orange color. Mm. And maybe you even notice the scent of, of an orange or some orange blossoms. And just feel that. And this is where we are creative. This is our laboratory for creation. And the truth here the universal truth or law here is honor one another. And then you're going to move up the spine and you're going to come to, if you want to place your hand right at the solar plexus, 
and you're going to imagine a bright solar yellow like the sun. Maybe feel it radiate. And this is where our self-esteem and how we negotiate ourselves lies. And here we'll find the truth. Honor thyself. This is where we love ourselves and we honor our own integrity. And then we move up to the heart or the center of the chest. And imagine an emerald or bright green, a radiant green. And this is where we love one another. And the power here is love is divine power or true power. And then we'll move up to the throat region. And here you want to think of maybe a sky blue or a, a sapphire blue. Very intense, beautiful blue color. And this is where we can speak our truth. Creativity happens here. But this is where the truth lies. We surrender to divine truth. We give our truth over to source or God. And then as we bring our awareness to our third eye or right at the brow between our eyes, think of a starry night in that indigo color of, of a beautiful starry night here. And this is where our illusions lie or our judgments and our, the way we perceive and discern. And here, the truth is seeking only truth. And then we move the energy up to the seventh or the crown chakra, right at the crown of the head. And this, we'll imagine, is a violet. Beautiful violet, clear, pure violet color. And this is where we connect with source. We connect with all that is. And the truth here is be here now or be in the present moment. And then if you're still with me and you can do this, you're gonna raise the energy up through the crown of your head about six feet above your head. And there's a chakra outside of your body and it's your eighth chakra. And I'm not sure what the color is there, but it could be a pure white light. And in that is information from the universe about who it is you are. 
its different characteristics that come down and stream in and you're connected to that and that makes you the individual that you are. And it's time to tap into that. If you don't know, is to ask. And these are archetypes and contracts that were here divinely given to align with. And so now I'm gonna bring you back down as you take maybe that golden pure white light and it descends down in through the crown of your head, down through your, between the eyes, down through the throat, down through the heart, down through the solar plexus, down through the belly, down between the legs, and then down through your feet and into the ground, grounding this golden alchemy down all the way down into the core of the earth herself, connecting you to the earth and the heavens. And then slowly bringing that energy up, back up on that thread or that line of energy, that golden thread up through your feet, up through that red chakra, that orange chakra, that yellow chakra, up to rest into your heart, into the green chakra. And just hold it there and take comfort in that, that you're loved, that you're not separate, that you're not alone, that you're important and you're here in the now seeking your truth with clear sight and love. So just stay here and, and feel that in your body. And I'm just going to read something that <clears throat> it was it was either a dream or something that I had some time ago. And it was, a man was standing over my body and covering his face with a black plastic bag, much like they have in morgues. And they were outside and the other men were around preparing this man who had the plastic over his body for burial. It looked like a small village that was a bit primitive. And the dead man was not that old because his hair was still dark. It wasn't gray. So he was a young man. But I sensed he was wise. His spirit was holding a tool for writing and motioning back and forth. So I got up out of bed and I began to write what he was trying to tell me. This was a premonition or a dream that I had. And here it is. Colors of the rainbow come to us in many forms, but the colors that are us are individual and have great light. Sound creates, color expands into more color. Still the mind and you will see the rainbow. Who am I 
being buried into the earth by loved ones who care so little. They've washed me, cleansed me, anointed me, and now they bury me into the earth. The hole is dug and I'm asleep. I'm free. Back to where I belong. No more hurt, no more pain, no more pleasure, just liberation. I'm floating into the spectrum of color expanding infinitely. I am one with it. Go to sleep, rest your head, because today I'm dead. Dead from life, dead from living. But what was life anyway, if not a choice to exist or not to exist? Now I'm dead. I'm here and gone into the ground, into the sky, I'm gone. Black ooze has come as my court. Black ooze has come as my corpse decomposes. Worms eat my remains. I sit comfortably in a place of solitude, waiting once again for the light to shine on me and the color, the rich, vibrant color, to enter my soul with the sound of life. Growth is life. And just dwell on that. This is something that happens to all of us, just like we talked about, you know, the butterfly effect, being in the cocoon. We're in a death cycle and we will move into a rebirth cycle. And this, this man who channeled to me from probably across the seas, the oceans, told me this back in 2005. I love you all. And I love you more. <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. We hope you did. Stay tuned for more shows. And uh, we hope that you've gotten a lot of it to help you move forward on your path. Don't forget to share with us what you'd like to have us talk about, what you've learned, what you want to know this is what we're all about awesome so on the next show we will discuss the seduction of ourselves and wanting what we don't need you know that fear of missing out (laughs) or 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 keeping up with the joneses maybe i don't know we're going to talk about a few things so we just both want to thank you for joining us on this episode about clear vision and lifting the veil of illusion If you enjoy the show, please go ahead and leave a review because it helps people find the show. And on that review, mention how we might have helped you or inspired you or motivated you. Um, And then never miss an episode of Evolve 360 Shelly Shell Show by remembering to subscribe, download on iTunes, or you can follow us on facebook.com backslash Evolve 360 Life. This is Shelly Grace and Shelly Shell, or Shelly Divine, uh, with Life Unplugged, Raw and Real. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Have a great one.